Hello everyone! The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. Th- this scene, I think, is absolutely terrifying. It's reminiscent oh, of like yeah. a scene in um in The Witch, whenever. Yes, but again, like I mean, he's speaking in whatever language. Maybe it's Arabic, or I, I don't know what the language is to be honest. But it's <laughs> really creepy. She speaks it too. Yes, <laughs> so it's kind of going into the speaking of tongues thing, right? But again, it's like, oh, is she like, is it divine intervention? Is it divine like? touching or is it like oh no because some people have have thrown speaking in tongues to actual mental illness so then it's like what and else she's talking to a voice in her head Mm -hmm. yeah because we never see like there's no shot reverse shot like you would normally get in a conversation it's just her having the conversation directly to the camera the whole time it's chilling and yeah this it yeah so this voice tells her that she has to complete one final act and then they can be together and she's like well what do i have to do and the voice is just like You'll know. Oh, God. <laughs> but, so, uh, that, that silly old God. <laughs> well, oh, actually, okay, God. No, even, even though, like, let's take this as, no, this is all real stuff. Then it okay. becomes, uh, is she speaking to God or is she speaking to oh. Satan? Yeah, exactly. Because that voice, that don't sound like what you would imagine God to sound like. That sounds like a nefarious motherfucker who's going to get you to do some sinful shit. Uh, yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't sound happy at all. No. It, it, yeah, it, it's it's a truly like it's scary. It is very mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. So she interprets this as something that requires the pink sheets off of her bed, uh, which she puts she wraps around herself so that she kind of looks like she has a cloak. She begins blessing a bottle of water. She pulls out a giant, like, two-liter bottle of acetone. Yeah. (laughs) Good times. And this is when Joy swings by. So you think, oh, maybe this moment of intervention, this interjection of sanity is going to help save Maud before she goes off the deep end. Mm. Because Joy's like, hey, Katie, I just came to check on you. How are you doing? Are you okay? And the whole time, Maud is tuning her out. Like, I love how Rose Glass actually diminishes joy's audio so that it just gets tinier and tinier because mod is not paying attention correct me if i'm wrong her eye changes colors right oh my god does it i didn't okay. notice no so when she's looking out the window whenever joy is there her yeah. eyes are two different colors oh fascinating i was like too focused on the whirlpool that's taking well shape that's i was like okay so is she possessed now is like so i but i was like wait maybe her eyes are different colors earlier in the film but no in this scene Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's before or after it, but in this scene, when she turns back around to look at Joy, her eyes are two different colors. Oh my god, fascinating. Okay, now I'm going to have to go back and look at it again. Because <laughs> <laughs> one of them's like a, like a dark brown, the other one's like lighter. So I was like, that's really striking. Well, that's fascinating because literally when Maud kicks Joy out because she's got shit to do, she reassures her by saying that she's transformed. Yeah, no, exactly. And so it's like, she has gone through some kind of transformation, metamorphosis, or what what have you. Spiritual, mental, physical. Physical, all, all of the above. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Again, I think that's also part of where the scares come from for me here, is that I, I don't know what's wrong with her. I mean, I, I say what's wrong with her as if something <laughs> is wrong with her. Maybe there is something wrong with her. But it's, it's just like, a, let's assume it was a mental problem. 
if I had to go through this where I was thinking all this and didn't, I, no, I don't know if I want to say that. I don't know. Mm, it, it, yeah. It's just, it's just scary to see. Well, she's unraveling, right? Like she's a person that we've come to care for and you see the slow disintegration of what we assume because we, we approach this as rational people and say, oh, she's starting to make bad decisions. She's hurting herself. She's potentially in danger of hurting someone else. Yeah. Like this well, this is not something we want for our heroine. Well then she kisses her and she's like, okay. And then she opens the door and she's like, Oh, yeah. I, I, oh I have oh, to leave okay. now. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I guess I'm I'm leaving. Bye, sweetie, I got work to do. Yep. <laughs> so uh on the night of the full moon, Maud dons her pink sheets and she goes to Amanda. So she crawls up onto her bed and we see Amanda she looks remorseful and she apologizes for what she did. So Maude is like, cool, let's get on the same page. I'm going to bless you with this holy water. And Amanda shrinks back. She doesn't want this. And again, you can read this as, okay, she doesn't believe in this. So she doesn't want to be like, she doesn't want to placate these religious beliefs anymore. So she's like, no, not with the holy water. He doesn't exist. He's not. Real. So, cause th- there's a sound effect of a sizzle when she touches her face with the holy water. But again, mm-hmm. is that it's from Maud's perspective. Yeah. So is Maud hearing it? I also yeah. thought for a second that the acetone was in the holy water, that she was doing it with acetone instead of water. But I don't think that's what happens. That's not what happens, but you are firmly meant to believe that because that water, that jug of water is right next to the acetone so often in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that was an interesting touch. Again, like where you're, it's mm-hmm. making you doubt. Yep. Like, oh, maybe she really is a demon or an acolyte of hell. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So Amanda has this moment where she she finally admits that she faked that experience on the couch. She doesn't believe in God. She doesn't want to be blessed by Maud. And Maud ends up crying. Like she's upset. And Amanda starts to laugh. And oh, Trace. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you what this experience was like in a theater. (laughs) 